All right, Mike Check 212. Just yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. if we're on here. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Happy ladies Wednesday. and gentlemen. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. Yes, listen, sir. we just want to say this right now. We want to throw a little Before disclaimer out there. Stuff. Here's the thing. Listen, <laughs> so our audio equipment didn't wasn't working today. No, it today. just didn't want us to be great. That's um, and it's trying to, you know, throw a monkey wrench in this. And you know what? We said, look here, we're not going to let the audio equipment stop the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to utilize our cell phone, and we're going to record this pod because we still got things to say. Yes, sir. Um, and we're going to make it work because, you know, technology is here for us to do that. So if the audio is off a little bit, uh, we do apologize for that. We'll have it cleaned up next week um, for sure, okay? But bear with us and... Uh, you know, For definitely. Those of you that are new with us, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mr. Shout out to all the first time listeners. Coach King Podcast. Shout out to all the people who who's returning listening. Shout out to all the people in the Czech Republic. Shout out to the people in Canada. Shout out to the people in Australia. Thank we you wanna, for sharing us. Uh, yes, please continue to share us. Um, continue to subscribe. Continue to, uh, you know, promote us as well. We we appreciate that. Uh, you know, all we ask is that you share it with a friend. And, and we, we want to say thank you for that. And we also are well aware that our podcast is designed a little bit different. So you coming on here, y'all really, really, really have to fuck with us. And um, we really appreciate that from y'all. We really mean that from the bottom of our hearts. That no, for we try real, to that's bring real. y'all some real stuff every week, and this week um, we was we was able to record a little bit later, so we could probably just. It's, it's wild. I mean, the, the pod, y'all, y'all see what it's called. It's called transitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all need some transitioning to happen in our lives. Uh, we all want some transitioning to happen within our relationships. We want some transitioning to happen within, you know, uh, our. I say relationships already um we want transitions to happen in our diets and our fitness levels all type of stuff right so but the thing is y'all this pod really came about because um i got a haircut for those of you that don't know uh i had dreads locks um i had locks for man 11 years um and I decided that it was time to cut my hair. Um, Boo didn't want me to cut it before we got married because I was definitely going to cut it uh, yeah, yeah. before the wedding. And she but, was but like, let me nah, explain she that. was tripping. But let me explain that a little bit because I I didn't want him to cut them not because it was like, oh, um, you look better with dreads or whatever the case. It's just that that's how I met him. And I always envisioned... I always knew that my husband was chocolate with dimples and dreads. If you ask anybody, all my close, close friends, like they know exactly what my, um, what, what I was looking for. And a man, shout out, he about to say something smart. And a man. So he was like, you know, before we even actually got married, he actually talked about, oh, um, you know, I always envisioned me cutting my hair out for my wedding. And I'm like, scared. What, wait, wait a fucking minute. What you mean? What what wedding? Our wedding? Because you're not cutting your hair. Like, you this is tripping. Swear. I was like, those is my dress. Those is our dress. We grew them together, you know? So, um, I think I finally got to a point where it was like, yo, these is on his head. He's kept them on this long for you. So, the most you could do is just be supportive in him wanting to cut them off. So, it kind of just made me feel like... Um, 
I needed to just step step back, play my role, let him um, have this moment of being a new man and embrace it with him and encourage him for it because we all do need change. And I love to see my man change and grow. So, I mean, I was scared as hell getting my hair cut. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. The week leading up, um, I just got... It was like anxiety for a minute, like you know and he that that, for a while. that feeling where I was like, man, it's you about to go, you know, it's about to be kickoff of a game, and you got them butterflies, like that's what I felt. And I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I read probably like three scriptures before I got my hair cut. Yeah. Like I was praying my my whole way down there. Tori was like, "You ready?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm ready." Swear, low I was key like, in my head, I'm making like, sure I'm mental. I didn't set up set a prayer I for do you. This, but I mean, ultimately. It needed to happen. I wanted it to happen. Um, How do you feel about it, it now? Done. You got it's, it's going on a week. It'll be a week on Friday. It will be that you haven't had had the the, the swinging. I'm not used to it yet. Uh, I'll definitely say I'm not used to it. I, I love am, it. Um, I love touching the I'm back still, of your neck just so so easily. You you so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I can touch him now, y'all. Because anytime we record the pot, he's all the way across the damn room. So no, uh, I get but to touch his little chocolate. I'm still getting used to it. Uh, I still find myself reaching for my hair. Um, yeah. I found myself trying to, when I have pins, trying to put it in my hair, and I can't do that no more. No scrungies, no more you know scrungies. I mean? No more scrungies. Yeah. I find myself just, I mean, I just miss it at times. Like, there's times I miss it. I haven't had that, oh, that, oh, oh, I miss moment. You know what I mean? Where I really, truly miss it. I haven't had that yet, but. Do you think that you will, though? Is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for me, it was just, it's just trying to get used to having a haircut, you know, Letting the air hit your head. Like, my neck was cold as hell, you know. Um, Can you give a little bit of uh, background history about... Because the reason why I loved your dread so much is the history that I've learned from what you taught me, from me being with you and what dreads meant to you and where you stood with it. Can you explain to them um, why you decided to lock your hair and then what you plan to do with the locks that you still have? Because we still have his locks. Uh, well, I got them first just because I wanted to feel more natural and with our roots. Um, that's what I wanted to feel. I was tired of like, not saying haircuts weren't, you know, natural because Mm -hmm. it is our hair, but I wanted to, you know, grow locks and, you know, I always felt like I wanted them. You know, it just felt like a good journey to go on because um, I knew there were so many different phases to them. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just something that intrigued me. So I just wanted to see if I could do it. You know what I mean? There was a couple of cats that was growing them. Um, a couple of cats fell off. <laughs> they yeah. ain't make it through because now you get ugly. It's dedication. You get ugly. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like there, that. There's the, definitely uh, ugly phase. Yeah, the ugly phase. My life. I, I don't think girls have ugly phase that, phases. Why well, the girls they? that I know that grew up, they look cute. That's because, right, women can, Finesse you know, it. y'all could tie y'all hair up with, like, a score for cute fine. shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Men, it, let, a, let a man walk around with a damn ribbon on his head. He <laughs> get, get clowned. Because, honestly, I, mean? I want to get dreads. I don't want to get them anytime soon, but I know that's something that I would like to commit to later down in life. Because I got a couple hairstyles I'm trying to go through. But, but I do want to do but that. my locks, man, those was my angels. You know what I mean? And, uh, I felt, you know, we've been through so much together. You know, that was honestly, um, 
It was my first relationship, I would honestly say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, we've been through so much. Uh, my locks, they... What I plan to do with them is... I want to give. I want to give one to my child. I want to give any child, every child we have. I want to give one to and grandkids um, and, 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 and grandkids and great grandkids. I know y'all might be like, "This is some nasty ass <laughs> shit," <laughs> but it's really. But they're washed and they're blue dried. Yeah, sanitary. It's really. Uh, it's just really, honestly, about tradition. I guess. So they is. can or have a piece of you. Have a piece of me. That's pretty yeah. much what it's about. Yeah. Tori's big on family. I, yeah, if y'all I don't am. Know. Very <laughs> and, big and on good. family. Family, tradition, tradition big yeah. on, you know, heritage. So yeah. that's definitely one of the biggest Ain't things. Ain't that sexy, y'all? I just uh, love my But man. speaking of transitioners, man, I got to talk to all the young bulls out there. Listen to me, man. I pulled up to the gas station this morning and I seen a young lady pumping gas. Didn't think nothing of it. But when I happened to see the young brother in the seat, in the passenger seat, and this young lady was outside pumping the gas, that's when I had an issue. Because here's the thing. Brothers, y'all cannot allow a woman to pump gas Mm. when you are with her. Yeah. Like, that is the most trifling, tackiest shit ever. I literally Y'all gotta never stop in the car with you. doing that. Like, get your ass out the car, man, and pump the gas. There's no reason. There's really no excuse. If you are mobile and can move your legs and get out of that vehicle, then you need to be getting out pumping that gas, man. Don't be having these young women or women out there pumping gas, man. All the dads out there, slap your damn son upside his head six times if he do that with his girlfriend, man. That's trifling. We got to be men. Right. I'm not saying that a woman can't pump her own gas. I'm saying that when you're there, mm-hmm. you know, out of respect, you know, for even just for your manhood, you pump her gas for her. That is just a service. That's a part of just being a man, a way that you can serve your girlfriend, fiance, your wife. OK, that's one of the things that you can do. Do not allow her to pump her own gas, man. That's that's corny to me. And you know what's so crazy? It's like little things like that. But prior to me being with you, I never really thought that was a thing. Like, I think I may have even thought it was too much to ask for. Because it's like, okay, I could get up and do it myself too. But you really showed me when it comes to my protection and being aware about uh being aware of my surroundings especially when i'm with a man um that i need to take those things in consideration like even to the point when we would walk on a sidewalk and you would move me like i never knew that that was like a thing that guys are supposed to do for girls i, I don't even i mean for so, women men supposed to do for women i i ain't gonna, i don't know what it's like supposed to do or if it's just like respectful you know what i'm saying i think i think it's, it's i think, I think it's, it's a mandatory thing it's yeah, I mean, it's just as a man, you want to know your surroundings. As a man, you you know you supposed to protect. You know, you know you. So you got to be the security blanket. You know what I mean? A woman not going. A woman don't want to be around no man that she don't feel safe with. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like no woman. But. So at the end of the day, you got to make your woman feel safe. Yeah, I felt that shit. And, and, that shit ain't sweet. And, and, and the thing is, you can't start to do that. Until you become a man. Let's think about it. Mm-hmm. 
Can't expect. If you a boy, if you a boy, right, you will always have conflict with a woman. I agree. If you a girl, you're always going to have conflict with the man or you're going to lose interest somewhere along the way. Yeah. Because a boy can't be with a woman. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And a girl can't be with a man. The standards are just different. There's different You're standards. There's different expectations. Yeah. There's different language. Yeah. The way the way a man and a woman talk is different than the way a boy and a girl talk. Mm. You see Come what I'm on, saying? Pastor King. No, it's not about being pastor right now. <laughs> it's really about being real. Because think about it. We don't talk now as boyfriend and girlfriend. That's true. Right? It's true. This is true. Husband and wife conversation is 100% different than boyfriend and girlfriend. That is very true. I'm going to say that right now. I don't even give a damn about anybody who's boyfriend and girlfriend and think they and think that they're married. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you something. Your conversation is different than a real married couple's conversation. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not saying you're not having light conversations. I'm just telling you that the response is different because even you know at boyfriend and girlfriend that it ain't forever. Yeah. You know that. Because at, guess what though? Because you, you can always leave mm-hmm. at any moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying the emotions ain't going to be there for you and I'm not taking that away. I'm telling you that you could dip at any moment. It ain't like that when you marry. But also, the conversations is different. I also feel like when you, for us, I'm only speaking from our experience. When we were boyfriend and girlfriend, um, prior to us even um, making it official, really, like we both kind of established what we were looking for and we moved on that. Like I'm not trying to be just hopping something and then not be... Um, the end goal, the end result, which is marriage. Like, I remember you just telling me straight up what a queen was to you, what your wife looked like to you. And I ain't never had nobody, like, set that standard or say what their standards were. Because then it made me look at myself like, damn, I can set my standards up then. I can I can have my, my certain standards, too, and what I like. So we transitioned from boyfriend and girlfriend mentally i feel like before we even got to the marriage part because we were already thinking okay this is long term like we're going to put everything into it you know are all into it we're going to give it our best shot mm-hmm. um we're not going to half ass it we mm-hmm. know that we're in this for the long run so let's start moving like we're doing stuff in the long run and we was calling each other out on certain shit know, how did you know that we was moving for the long run like what happened what gave you that? Cool. Powerful question, ain't it? That is a because powerful Because I want to, I'm really trying to help the people to know, like, if, how would they know um, if they should be thinking about this relationship that they're currently in? How would they know if they should be thinking for the long run and not one? Um, she didn't expect that one. I didn't expect it, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, I have a few different routes I want to go with this. And, I'll just go with the most, I'll just be completely transparent with the one that I feel the most right now. And I feel like once I felt um, secure, the security that you gave me, mm-hmm. um, I knew it was in the long run, like it wasn't for play play. Like whenever um, I was working at my job and I fucking hated it and I was depressed and I was coming home crying and attitude and our relationship was just... Of being affected as well because I just wasn't happy. Mm. So 
um, you suggested, like, you know, why don't you just quit? You know what I mean? I'll take care of you. You'll be cool until you figure out what you want to do or where you want to go. And I think from there, it was just like, damn, like he's taking on any and everything that comes with me. He don't even give a fuck. Like, <laughs> for real. And granted, I had, you know, I had some some coins saved up, but they it was just like, that was on some like, what's yours is mine, what's mine is yours. Like, your problem is no longer going to be a problem. Like, let's try to figure out a solution. So, um, to me, it was just, I, I've, again, that's not something I've ever had. I've, I've never been able to depend on somebody else on that type of uh, financial, let alone support, supportive type of level. So that kind of just was like, all right, all right. So I could see this going somewhere. I could see him very serious. You know, when we moved in, um, everything was taken care of. Like, you know, I just never wanted or needed for anything. So it made me feel like you wanted to give me the best of everything and make sure you always meant, wanted to make sure I was cool. Mm-hmm. And you've held your word, not even just when we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but you've been consistent throughout the years and only been getting better. So I'm not going to say that that's going to be the same uh, response or reaction that somebody else might have. But for me, that was my confirmation, right. especially because I always knew I wanted to eventually get into entrepreneurism. So I needed that person who could understand and who could, you know, rock with me even when I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Right. So what would you say um, you knew that we was on the right or we was going towards that direction? Um, are you asking me for us or what would I think for people? Um, well, I would say for us. For us, it was our chemistry. Yeah. Um, I think. I agree. I think. But that would be the same answer that I would give for people because mm-hmm. that's all I know. Yeah. And I would just say the chemistry was great. I mean, even when, you know, we never really not that we had like we didn't have problems, but even when we had like conflict. Yeah. It our chemistry was still cool. Yeah, we would laugh it off a little bit like, later. You know what I mean? It was always good. So just the chemistry and um, you know, how you made me feel. Um, I mean, I think that that is important. Like, you know, just how you make me feel, how you make me feel when I'm not around you, you know, how you make me feel when I'm with you. So, you know, all of those added up. Oh, and I baby. think that that's what, did, that's what that's what made me believe in like, OK, this could this could really be long term. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because those are the things that 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 mean the most, you know, yeah, how, you, how you feel around a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How you feel when you ain't with that person. You that's know what true. I mean? Because do they got you? Most, do they really got you? I'm, like they say they I got mean, you. Do you trust is they them? problems, your yeah. problems or is you on your own? You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely uh, one of the biggest things I would say is chemistry. Cool. What about um, even just from when it comes to uh you want to transition into child and adulthood transitions, or you want to just talk about food? You want to uh, give them something healthy before we what go? What you mean, like child and adulthood? Like, like, as in, like where did you, child traits and or adult traits? Well, or when did you, you know? Because you know how people be like, you ain't grown until da da da. So, how would you think that you knew when you transitioned from a boy to a man? I still because, don't think I'm a man. I was going to say, do you think that you're. <laughs> I don't think. I think I'm a young man. Yeah. yeah. Really? I, mean, I think, I think you're a growing. Man. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you're um, a growing man. But I think that being a man is not no destination. Mm. You know what I th- you know what I'm saying? I don't think there's a set destination that say, yo, this is 
this is a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's qualities. Mm -hmm. I think there's traits. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a standard of excellence of what it means to be a man. But I think it's a continuum. Mm. You know, being always a man. Always trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. always, but always being on point, you know, with manhood in and of itself. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's what I, I think. But when it comes down to, you know, transitioning from a boy to a man, I would say you make different transitions through life. Yeah. You know, when you start liking girls. And what's important well, to you? You start, you start, and then you start having sex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it go from flirting to having sex. Now, you now, that's a transition. A part of a transition. Mm -hmm. Because now you're, you're, you're making adult decisions now that comes with adult responsibilities. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I think. I, I think there's all types. Then it's like when you get a job. That's a transition into adulthood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think these little things are all additions to, to adulthood, manhood, womanhood. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I agree. Because... Just add more responsibility. I, I mean, but ultimately, don't it come down to responsibility? It does. When you think about it. You're just responsible. Manhood, for womanhood. Things. You're just responsible. So it's about responsibilities. Yeah. And being able to handle and manage them, you know, and take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Being able to lead. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Not, like all of this comes with adulthood, but I think the transition from childhood to adulthood is is just different. I think there's a variety of things that transition you into it, mm -hmm. and I think it's a continuum. I think that every single day, um, every year, there are always always things were transitioning us out of childhood to adulthood because mm -hmm. think about it how many adults still act like kids yeah but you should always still have kid like features though like you should keep that that you know that playful energy that creative energy as a child but know when to pull it out mm. like i feel like for women um i agree i would say really kind of similar to the same thing what you said of just um it's a transitional type of period mm -hmm. but i also think it's like an attitude like you gotta but you know want to be like you gotta already be your your mental already has to be that that's where you want to be like you want to get better you want to do better i don't even feel like there was like a vital moment where i decided oh now i'm a woman versus i'm not yeah. but when I haven't asked my mom for nothing, no type of help, no nothing, no family members. I would just say that in general. When I haven't asked anybody for help in over five, six years, then I feel like that shows right there. Like, I don't... You're taking care of yourself. I'm taking care of myself. I'm not depending on anybody. Um, and that's my ultimately... responsibilities are in order. And, and, and that's ultimately what it is. I think that, you know, if there was one big thing that, that we could lean on, it would be your mentality. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate thing that I think we can lean on because your mentality is going to, you know, dictate your words and mm. your words is going to dictate your actions and your actions dictate your habits. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it just starts there. And the younger you start receiving responsibility, I feel like the more mature you'll be. Like I started working at 16. So like I had responsibilities like my mom um, made me pay for certain things. So I kind of had an idea of how to spend money and, and where not. Not really the value of money as much but just that you need that in order to get the things that you want so that made me start thinking of things a little bit differently like oh i have to do this in order to get money like you know what i mean so that's another way mm -hmm. and the thing is 
when should a so when should a parent stop saying you're not a that you you're a child? Like um, or or when should a parent start actually treating their child, child as like an, an adult? adult? Uh, honestly, I mean, I feel like once they are old enough to make decisions for themselves that can reflect their well-being then they are an adult so that means if they're drinking if they're having sex if they're um stealing cars like whatever whatever if they're whatever they're doing like if they can make the decision from right from wrong then i feel like that is when you can start having those conversations because if you're talking to them like a baby all of this time when they go out in the real world they're gonna get smacked silly because that's not how it With is. real world words. And real world issues. <laughs> and they're not going to be able to handle it because they've been coddled all of their life. So um soon as they, they're able to start making those responsibilities, then you should be able to start having real conversations with them. What liquor does to them, what this does to them or whatever. Like I'm a firm believer that the the first conver- the, the first sex conversation needs to happen in the house. Yeah. Um, I don't think school should teach them teach them first. Um, I do think that they should learn that in the house first. First of all, y'all, King then gave his goddaughter a balloon speech. What, I wish bir- I had the birds and the bees. about the birds and the bees. Maybe I'll I'll post that later. It, but he, it made sense. He though. already had a conversation about the birds and the bees. Okay, let me tell you, she's what four? She's four. Yeah, we're not going to leave that topic up to him when when we have kids. But I mean, I like the gesture. I like the gesture. Tori is exaggerating a lot of stuff. I'm really not. I really have it on footage. And her father was just over here the other day, her father and brother, and they were listening to it, laughing too. Like, yeah, yeah this is not. They he, knew, everybody knew where I was going we're, with the we're, story. we're not going to leave Keem up to being the one to tell the kids about the birds and the bees. All right? I'm going to tell our kids. No, you're not. Why not? I, I just feel like you're just going to be like, listen, I'm out. I, you know how I am with Bentley already. Mommy, I'm like, I'm like, listen, how did I, I get had, here? I had my pep talk. What do you say? I don't Mommy, know. I, honey, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep on it. OK, Mommy, let me, let me ask sleep your dad. On how she got here. Yep. Let's let's talk about that in the morning. OK, let's let's sleep on it a little bit. Let's think about it. OK. Yep. Daddy. No, because I'm going to say. How did I get here? I'm going to say, I'm going to talk to you about it. Daddy, how did I get here? See, I'm going to respect your morning conversation. But but in the morning, I'm going to have the conversation. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. This is my husband, ladies. I'm going to have the conversation. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with it. Whatever. Because once they get to the age where they ask questions about it. But I do want, I will want our kids to be open up, like, if you are open, your kids are probably going to be as open as you are about whatever it is, and they'll be vice versa. Like, if you open about sex and drugs, they're going to be open about sex and drugs. They're not going to feel like, oh, I got to tiptoe around it. Like, I got to talk about it a certain way. Or mm-hmm. whenever I hear this word, I got to shut up or I got to close my eyes because it's on the screen. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so in those type of situations, I feel like it's, it's more natural to realize, like, okay, if I'm just cool about this, they should be cool about this. Right. Right, right. So, boyfriend, girlfriends, mm-hmm. two fiancés, mm-hmm. to a married couple. Married. How's that transition? Um, I'm, I feel like we're What's still transitioning. Um, I think in the beginning of our marriage, a lot of people, oh, what's different and what's this and this? And they bombard you with all these damn questions. And it's just like... 
I, I, I just got married. I, I don't know. Like, I'm still experiencing it. Like, for me, there's things within me that started because the way I started thinking was different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, my outlook on life started to change. But then I felt myself getting torn between the two. Like, well, is there anything different? Like, you know what I mean? So it was just right. like those type of questions. Like, they're thought-provoking, but they're also in the same breath. Like, damn, I just got into my, my first year of marriage. I'm still fucking learning. I don't mm-hmm. know shit. Ask somebody that's been 40 years in this shit. I'm one year into Ask me after a year. Then I'll be able to have that same conversation with right. you. You know what I mean? Um, But we are coming up on our year. We are. And woo, the We're time less than a month. flies. Less than a month away. Child. Less than a month away. We a year in. A whole year. No more newlyweds. No. Year in. No. Uh, I'll say adult. this, though. Um, for just to give y'all a little bit of transparency. Um, when me and Tori was boyfriend and girlfriend, um, what made me know that I wanted to marry her, um, I already told y'all chemistry was it mm-hmm. um i already told you like how she made me feel but what what the third thing that i would say what really made me want to marry tori was honestly i truly enjoyed tori's time <laughs> and and when i felt like that i wanted to be around her you know a lot and when I felt like, you know, I had a bad day, I knew that if I was with her, it would be cool. Facts. Um, you know, when I felt like the day was rushed, I felt like getting with her, it'll slow down. You know, um, that's when I knew, you know, like, I'm going to marry her and I'm going to marry this woman right here. And, yeah, she, she didn't, you know, she didn't have it all together. You know what I mean? Still I didn't don't. have it all <laughs> together. But... We was, you know, two two people with flaws that was working to get flawless. Yeah. And I think that that's what made it special. Um, and then transitioning into being married, um, that that wasn't the end destination. That actually was the beginning, the starting line. Facts. You know what I mean? Uh, the marriage, to me, when we got married, that was like, okay, now life has really started. That's how I felt. This is not... The, the the wedding and all that was the cute shit. Facts, because everybody asked you that, like, how's how are you excited? Like, I'm I was definitely excited about my wedding. Like, my wedding was gorgeous. Like, literally, it was definitely dope. Literally, like the wedding of my dreams. Like, there's nothing that I would change about it. Cost a lot of money too. Definitely cost a lot of money. Whole lot of cheese. But um, but I mean, we've learned some lessons from the money that we spent on a wedding, and it's helped us now tremendously and we could get into that in a later part but yeah um, we can but um when it came you to be planning married, a wedding all I'm gonna say is this whatever your budget is <laughs> multiply it back <laughs> y'all see the problem was Kim ain't give me no budget that was that that was the issue no we, we didn't really no, have it back we had an idea it was like an idea but it wasn't like a heart like uh you know? Oh, it wasn't no hard, uh. It was like a hard, uh. It was you just went like over a, my heart, uh. It was, no, I didn't. It was a mutual agreement that we agreed that we needed these things, these items. Mutual. 
very much mutual. But everybody always asked about the wedding, and I was always telling people, like, my response was always like, yeah, I'm excited about the after part, because that's where the real, real work starts. Like this, like you said, the wedding stuff is cute and shit. It's you know, one day. It's a one-day thing. You and know, that's, that's one thing that no bride wanted to hear, because Tori did not want to hear me when I was like, yo, boo, <laughs> this is one day. Facts. This is the day. This is what one day. What talking about? This is one day, and mm-hmm. she did not want to hear that at all, mm-hmm. but that's the realest realest thing because guess what y'all that day will come to an end it is going mm-hmm. to be the greatest day yeah. it's going to be a long one too a lot of people think and, of those and, and, and you're not going to do no no boning at the end of it either you're going to take <laughs> your ass to sleep alright I'm going to tell you the truth we was dead dead like, I was dead, done dead. I was tired we partied our bed. little we partied our lives away but, but damn what was you going to say I was just gonna say it was worth it in the end. I no, it was, myself. but all I'm saying is y'all don't allow that one day to stress you out. Yeah. But you know the build up to it, the process it's of getting lit. into it is definitely dope. Enjoy yeah. that process and don't prolong it because yeah. we because we had our um, engagement lasted what ten months? Yeah, 10, 10 11 months. months. We we got it done in and out. Yeah, we got it done. King was very um, firm on wanting to get it done that year. I was very firm on wanting to get it done in the fall season because I wanted an outdoor wedding. I always have. Um, so we just kind of met in the middle and had a beautiful, a beautiful day. So, yeah, it was definitely it was a, it was the best day of my life. I mean, yeah, we, we think about it all the time. Yeah. We always talk about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's one day, guys. And, and uh, you know, the always remember. That's just your wedding day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's your, that's the day you got married. You know what I mean? But we got to stay married. That's what it comes down yeah, to. Happily, too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let's talk about uh, transitioning from unhealthy foods, you know, to, to healthy, healthy foods. Food. Yeah, and then we can wrap what, it up. What would be your, your nutrition tips on transitioning? Not net, or not, or you can answer the question of what are some transitions that people can make? So, for me... Um, a lot of trends, I would just say in general, everything has a swap. Everything can be swapped out. So that means juice can be swapped out for, um, like crystal lights, uh, chips can be swapped out for protein chips or, or whole grain chips. Um, oatmeal can be swapped out for oats. So there's always like a healthier option that's still within that family. It's just about finding it. And, um, that was something that took me some time to figure out. Now I feel like I kind of have a gist of it, but even still, like, I don't want to, I don't want to restrain myself from not enjoying life by like, oh, I can and cannot eat this. But there are things that I know, um, or I must, like, I'm not about to sit here and just be eating, chumping on some chips or a honey bun or something. Like, I'm going to get something healthy. Um, like, even when you go to the gas station, like, you know, sometimes you're in and out, um, especially if you're on a road trip or if you're just trying to go in there and grab a snack real quick. But they always have healthy options there, like, always. Like, Nutri-Grain bars, um... Uh, trail mix, trail mix bars, like fruit. They always have something in there that you can snack on that normally can hold you over for a couple of hours and keep you pretty decent versus getting some some fat shit. <laughs> I would say just keep it basic. Um, you know, so always substitute a chip for a fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, always substitute water for a soda. Always substitute, you know, um, fried for bait. Fried for bait mm-hmm. or or fried for grilled. Uh, you could just always do those things, you know, substitute um, 
fast food for meal prepping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things that people mess up on is is convenience. You know what I mean? People don't prep their meals. They don't take their lunch with them to work. So that causes them to mess up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're working from home, it it should be kind of easier for you, but I do understand you still working from home, you still at work, mm-hmm. so you would still need the meal prep, you know, but I would think it would be maybe a little bit easier for you to meal prep, because you had to create. And honestly, if you just carve out literally like an hour of time, you don't have to do a full week's meal. Like no, nah, never meal prep a full week. What I, what I realized is that if I do a full week, I'm not going to eat that stuff. I'm going to be like, this look nasty, especially if it's the same exact thing, so I'll go like every three, when I'm on my meal prep regime, I'll go like every three days, but, um, check out maximize your 24. I believe that is episode 10. And we just talk about maximizing your 24. So maybe that can help you guys. If you do want to meal prep, how and where to start. Cause uh, meal prepping really isn't that hard once you get to a little routine. Yeah, it's definitely not. You just got to find your rhythm with it. Yeah. Uh, things you some like people, people overdo it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like say it with just trying to meal prep too damn long. Like or do extra meal. Do, like don't I do gourmet meals. Like I always say, do, do two to three days. Yeah. But here's a way that you could definitely start meal prepping. One of my biggest tips is start with cold foods. Mm-hmm. Start with like wraps. Okay. Uh, start with salads, mm-hmm. uh, different grain bowls, uh, things like cold that, that are that are cold. You know what I mean? It don't take too much work. It's less labor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's quicker. And you can use foods like um, that you wouldn't normally use for that time. For example, for uh, bre- we just had breakfast for dinner the other day yeah. just to kind of switch it up. So you can do things like that or have dinner, like whatever you have for dinner. If you didn't finish your entire meal or if you portioned your meal, you can always have that for she lunch go for to make a stretch. Right too. To make lie. a stretch. Oh, God, y'all. We actually got to wrap it up because um, he has to go to practice. He hey, listen. some things to do for the remaining of the hey, day. Hey, listen. I'm going to tell y'all this. The next time y'all hear me, we're going to be one and up. All right. We're yeah, gonna be one We're going to be one and up. I'm thankfully the, cheering for them, y'all, because they're going against my um high school. Uh, Well, not my high school, but community. my my community. My we're, hood. We're going against. <laughs> Don't We're ever. going against. Don't ever. They're don't, going against don't. my hood, so you know I'm coming correct. You know, all with right, the so energy yeah. all week. Basically, we're playing um, a team named uh, Steel Valley. They're they're in the neighborhood of Munhall. Tori like to think she's from the hood. Hey, she's really cool. not. I am from the hood. HST. What is that? That's my sign. HST. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's that? Uptown and shit, like. Uptown and shit. <laughs> What the fuck? Uptown got a U. What's no. HST? <laughs> it's for short. HST. My mom and there's group, they was called at HST's finest. At HST's finest. Yeah, that was their, that was like their their uh, posse gang. You they're know? corny. They're not. They're corny. They're the OGs. HST. They're the OGs of HST. They're not no OGs. Listen, y'all. If you know, Stop you know. If you know, know you know. Kim is going to always ha- is always going to hate from from, from the ground up. But we're going to wrap we're going to wrap this up before any more hating goes. We enjoy y'all. Tell King, tell tell King. Have a nice game, because y'all won't hear him until next week, and he'll be crying about how Still Valley beat them. You're getting See you next week, guys. (laughs) 